most everybody that calls that's uh, got a problem right now, it's 99% chinch bugs. Uh, people might think fungus or something along those lines, and this time last year, that's exactly what we were talking about because it was raining a lot. Welcome to the Houston Grass Podcast with Houston Grass owner Michael Romine. Tips to help you buy, install, and care for your grass in the Houston area. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Michael, and this is the Houston Grass Podcast. Uh, I'm sitting in my office here, and it's kind of dreary and been raining, uh, which we're real thankful for because uh, we've been in a pretty pretty severe drought. I think we've got a, still a ways to go to break that, but uh, it, it's at least proven that it can rain again, so that's, that's fantastic. Uh, Oh, as the as the drought goes, uh, number one topic I would say uh, that we're talking to folks multiple times every day about, just like the last uh, few months on our, our last few podcasts here, uh, we're talking about chinch bugs. Uh, most every call, everybody that calls that's uh, got a problem right now, uh, we uh, it's ninety nine percent chinch bugs. Uh, People might, you might think fungus or something along those lines. And this time last year, that's exactly what we were talking about because it was raining a lot. Uh, we were talking about gray leaf spot and how we needed to be treating with, uh, with fungicide. Uh, but this year it's definitely chinch bugs. Chinch bugs move in when, uh, they're, they're looking for drought stress grass. So, uh, if your neighbor's not watering at all or not watering enough and, uh, uh, they, they kind of get them attracted in there, uh, that they, they'll move over and find your dry spots too. Or if you're not doing your homework and you've got a broken sprinkler head or an area that's just not getting enough water, or you're, or just being lazy about dragging the hoses out, uh, for, for the week or whatever, uh, those chinch bugs are, will move in there and they eat you out of house and home. Uh, they're, like I said, they're looking for that drought stress grass and, uh, you might mistake it for just a hot spot in the yard, and that very well may be what it's what it starts as. But uh, uh, the, those, like I said, the little gnat-looking chinch bugs move in. Uh, you get down on your hands and knees, and you usually where you usually find them is where the uh, the healthier grass meets the dead-looking grass. They they're they're moving out uh, along those the perimeters of those of those dead circles is is generally what they do, and they look like little depending on the there's different stages of of them and they but generally by the time you see them doing damage and whatnot when i see them anyway nine times out of ten they're uh, almost all entirely black and they've got their little white wings form an x uh the, the, the tips of their wings are white and they kind of form an x as they fold their wings uh, across their back uh but uh, they're they're easy to kill once you once you identify them. The, really, the key with with chinch bugs is identifying it early before they do a lot of damage, and uh, getting down on your hands and knees around those de- uh, the, around those dry looking spots. That that is the really the way to do that. Uh, the the thing to do, I, I guess, if I identify chinch bugs in my own yard, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to spray. Uh, we sell a product called Cyanara. Uh, which is kind of a cute name, but uh, it, anything that's got the uh, bifenthrin, the bi- bifen in it, uh, is a good one. There are several others. 
anything that's labeled for chinch bugs, we really like the liquids, especially the one that screws on the end of your hose. Uh, you get an immediate result with that. You, you do that a couple of times to, to break the cycle of them. And uh, that's, that's how you kill them once you've got them. But then the way, the, the way to keep them away and the, the, the best way to, to prevent them at all is make sure, you're, make sure you're watering enough. If you've got a green, lush yard, chinch bugs are not, are not coming in. Uh, so make sure you're getting that an uh, inch of water a week. Uh, we haven't been getting much help from Mother Nature's. Uh, now we are. Uh, so it'll, we'll have to see. Time, time will tell what, what uh, as far as what kind of rain we're going to get. But uh, as those chinch bugs eat and they and inject that toxin into it, the, if you've got those kind of spots they've already been in, the damage is already done. The only thing that's going to come back in those spots is weeds. And uh, most of the time it's common Bermuda grass is what's going to come up. So you really need to scrape those areas out uh, in, in some form or fashion, be it with a shovel or a rake or a weed eater or a sod cutter and, uh, and, uh, and prepare that ground and get, get some new grass down is, is what is the, that, that's the fix. Uh, unfortunately, there's no, no, no magic spray or anything that's going to, or no amount of fertilizer that's going to bring it back most of the time. So, uh, Another thing that we are seeing uh, right now is just generally yellowing of grass. I know Randy Lemon uh, mentioned this recently, and I was looking at the article on it, and I've actually noticed it around my office. Uh, I don't see it at my house right now because I, I did fertilize uh, uh, in early summer at my house, or midsummer, I guess it was. And uh, I did not do that here at my office. Randy Lemon mentioned several different things that can be uh, uh, in, in a given year. I would say that's correct. This year, I would say if you the primary culprit, if you see your grass kind of getting light green to lime green, maybe a, maybe a little yellow, even uh, is probably we've all been having to water so much. We haven't gotten any any rainwater uh, that, that that grass really needs. So we've just been using irrigation water. And when you're using irrigation water, uh, a lot of times uh, us that live in the city, uh, they're putting a lot of chlorine and chloramines in the, uh, in the water. And that accumulates over time, I guess. And it, it just, uh, I'm not sure what the, what the science is to it, but I, uh, I do know that just excessive prolonged exposure to the just to only irrigation water and no uh, no rainwater, you, you do start to see that sometimes. And especially if you haven't fertilized, uh, you know, we put out the schedule, the uh, the schedule that uh, Nitrofoss uh, puts out and you really you, you treat with super turf in the late late spring and then you do it again in the summertime. And if you miss that, uh, by the time we get here to late summer, if you try to you, you use that, that 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 fertilizer, that super turf is supposed to last about 90 days. So once you get towards the end of that, uh, you're losing that nitrogen in the in the grass and it really needs another another kick of it. Uh, we're, we're kind of in that in between the, the fall fall special fertilizer will be coming out probably in late September uh, and it's usually an October, November application time. Uh, but it really needs that to keep that grass as lush green as it can be. You really need that extra, that extra dose of the, the super turf if you, uh, if you can, and if you want the greenest grass you possibly can, can, uh, can grow. Uh, 
So do do look at that. Uh, another thing that it could be that we're not hearing much much about, but uh, I've I've heard a couple of people mention take all patch, uh, and there are things you can do. It, it's kind of a, a yellowing of the grass as well, so it could be mistaken for these other other things here. But uh, take all patch is a is a fungus that the grass can get, the Saint Augustine can get. And uh, if it's if it's identified, there's a, the active ingredient is the propiconazole, and uh, it does it it will do the trick if you have if you've got take all patch uh, this year. Like I said, that's that's not what we're hearing from folks, and I'm not seeing much of it in the pictures we're being sent and everything. But uh, that's something to to be on the lookout for. In any other year, I would say that it could be gray leaf spot. Uh, we are, we're not seeing that at all this year. That's usually uh, in the wetter years when we're getting uh, seasonal uh, rains and we're not in a drought. Gray leaf spot is a fungus and it just doesn't stand a chance right now uh, with the lack of rain. Uh, but in, a, in any other year, that, that would be something to be to, to look out for. And that's something that can be treated with the Heritage G that, that we sell or you can get online or, or whatever. But uh, this year, again, that, that's not really been the, been the case. But uh, you can probably look on our website. And if you just Google gray leaf spot, it's just uh, the indicator is those brown little uh, dots that appear, start to appear on the individual blades of grass. And then it spreads to the whole, uh, the whole blade and the, the whole blade will uh, kind of disappear. But uh, those are kind of the... the some of the culprits for yellow grass this, in the late summer, uh, again, lack of fertilizer and excess irrigation water is probably the culprit nine out of 10 times. So those are just kind of things to, uh, to be on the lookout for. Uh, another thing I would like to talk about here is brown patch. We are, we are not there yet. And again, brown patch is something that starts to appear usually uh, late September at the earliest and October, November. Uh, it is and the yellow circles that you get in your yard. Uh, we like to tell people to try to look out, look out for it and treat preventatively with this Heritage G. Uh, what you do if, if, if in late September, uh, you treat, you treat with the, uh, it's, it's a granular fungicide, the, the heritage G you put it out at a, the preventative rate, I think is a pound and a half per thousand square feet, as opposed to three, three pounds per thousand square feet. If you already have it and you're trying to treat it. So it doesn't take much to put the brakes on this stuff. And if you put it out there preventatively, it, it uh, a lot of people have, uh, a, a lot of success. It, it's really easy to, to prevent it, whereas getting rid of it's a little bit more of a chore. So believe it or not, we're here in August and summer's coming to an end, but before we know it, we will be looking at uh, that fall and brown patch is just a fact of life with St. Augustine in this part of the world. Uh, if it stays as dry as it's been, I don't think we'll see as much of it, I suspect, but once, once we get those cooler nighttime temps and we're still getting in those mid seventies to uh, low eighties, uh, for daytime temps, you will, uh, you will, that, that, that is when you really start to see the brown patch kick off. So if you see any little sign of those, uh, yellow, yellow circles starting small in your yard, especially in the lower spots that, uh, that hold moisture a little bit longer, go ahead and treat and, uh, try to get out in front of it 
and then and then like I said, you treat it, you treat it once, and then you treat again three weeks later, and uh, you'll you'll put the brakes on that stuff. So uh, be be on the lookout. Uh, another topic that we that we see uh, folks asking a, a lot about, uh, and this is kind of a year round thing, but we've been uh, we've seen a trend of people asking about St. Augustine grass seed. Uh, so we want to we we always like to to address that occasionally, but there is no such thing as as St. Augustine grass seed. The Raleigh St. Augustine does produce a seed head, and, but no one sells that. There is no commercially viable way to uh, to harvest that seed and bag it up and sell it. It just uh, it, it just doesn't exist. There are seeds grass seeds out there uh, for certainly the northern grasses. I think the and the northern part of the United States, that's the way they grow grass is, is with seeds. In our part of the world, though, uh, there is there are some zoysia seeds. Uh, I believe one is uh, the compadre. I believe it, it, it produces a seed that, 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 that you can buy and then just common Bermuda grass. When you see that stuff that they spray out on the roadsides or on big commercial sites where they spray it and everything turns green, that's a slurry of nutrients and stuff they put out with common Bermuda grass seed, which is basically just a glorified weed, uh, but it does cover the dirt up and it, it's, it's basically erosion control is, is, is all it is. But there is no such thing as a, uh, as a, a, a commercially available St. Augustine grass seed. So uh, you really, you, you can only, you get it by the, by the plugs. Uh, you can get, get it by the plugs uh at a few places plugs is the way we plant grass uh at our farm but we have found that that is not a uh that's not a great way uh, as a matter of fact it's probably the worst way a homeowner can plant grass just like checkerboarding or something like that uh you anytime you don't cover the dirt that's out there 100 percent, usually the the weed seeds that are naturally occurring in nature whether they're blown around with the wind or dropped by birds or whatever those weed seeds will germinate on that empty that blank canvas of dirt that you've got out there uh before the saint augustine gets a chance to uh to cover the area uh to keep those weed seeds from germinating once you have a full coverage with the saint augustine saint augustine is so thick most of the time the sunlight can't uh penetrate through to the dirt and uh the seeds, the weed seeds don't get a chance to germinate. So that's why we uh, strongly suggest 100% coverage uh, when you're when you're planting grass and, and not using plugs or spacing the grass out with the, like I said, the checkerboard pattern or something like that. Uh, in our opinion, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. Uh, and if it's a budget thing, normally what we recommend, just go out away from your house solid as far as you can uh to keep uh to keep the erosion at bay and maybe just do the focal areas and get all that established give it some time and uh save up and do further away from the house if, if that's what you have to do but uh we do uh highly recommend 100 percent the coverage on the grass just because uh it's just not worth the battle with the weeds that you'll you'll have to fight uh Unless you have a chemical applicator's license, you won't be able to get your hands on all the different chemicals it'll take to to keep those weeds at bay. So uh, anyway, that's just uh, a, a heads up on that. Last topic I guess I have here to talk about today is the uh, is 
people have been asking about graph squares versus pieces. Uh, most of my videos and uh, the information that we have online and when people call and talk to us, we refer to, to graph pieces. Uh, a graph square is the same thing. Uh, I, I have actually never seen a piece of grass that comes from any farm that is not a 16 by 24 inch rectangle. <laughs> that, that is a, so when people say a grass square, they, what they really mean is these 16 by 24 inch rectangles. There's a few farms that sell it in larger sizes. Uh, that they're, the slabs is what they call those. There's the ones that are, I think it's three, basically it's three pieces together. It's 24 inches wide. Uh, by 48 inches is, is what it is. And, uh, but I think there's only one farm around here in this part of the world that I've, I've ever seen those come from. So most, most everybody uses the 16 by 24 inch uh, uh, rectangles, but we, 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 we refer to them as pieces of grass around here. We, we do sell the St. Augustine by the piece and by the half pallet and pallet and all that business. Whereas uh, all the other grasses, the Bermudas and Zoysias that we sell, we don't sell by the piece. We sell them by the, uh, by the pallet only just because we don't, we don't sell near as much of that as we do the St. Augustine. The, uh, the Raleigh St. Augustine is just what's, what's prevalent in our part of the world. So, uh, grass square equals grass rectangles, uh, grass pieces, all, all, all the same thing. Uh, you don't see plugs hardly anywhere. I, I guess I've seen some online. I think I've seen them at Home Depot or something like that before in the in the little plastic things, but I, I don't even want to think about what it would entail trying to get something like that going. So uh, that is all I can think of today. Let's hope the rain, uh, the rain keeps it up and everything in nature out there green back up before we get into another winter here. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Houston Grass Podcast. We have more information on our website at HoustonTurfGrass.com.